this might be the most tired I've ever been, I think. Uh, we, we've both been fairly tired, haven't we, in the past for, for eight or six, well, very tired for eight or 16 in the past. But I think, that personally, I think this is the most tired I've been. You do look pretty ruined, to be fair. It's got nothing to do with being a dad either, which is unusual. It's um, nothing to do with, with my son at all. Uh, also, it doesn't really help that you're upside down, which I know no one can see. I know this is an au- at the moment this is an audio only podcast. That might, but it will change at some point. Um, but for those, who, for everyone who's listening, um, Rob is upside down on the on the Streamyard call, and I thought you were doing it just to take one, basically. But it turns out you can't you can't change it back, can you? <laughs> yeah. Um, just so normally I use OBS to uh, do the green screens so that's why you've got this is actual green screen yep so normally i've got obs replacing that with something topical um and it flips my camera around because i've got my camera on a on a mount above my display and it's uh i forget i think it's elgato it's an elgato arm and it's all uh it's got like you know the the ball head it's all like twisty and stuff so i can just put it out of the way behind the monitor when i'm yep. not doing this uh, and then just bring it bring it back in. But because the mounting point on the camera is on the bottom, I've got the camera mounted upside down. Normally OBS flips the image the right way around for me, but OBS has stopped working. So, yes, I'm upside down and there's nothing just, I can do about it. Just for evidence, I'm going to get a photo of this and put it on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram because just so people know. So, Thanks. yeah, although people can't see this, I can, which does, it's a little, I won't lie, it's a little bit, off-putting, disconcerting, and slightly... Um, but I'll get fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, I think it'd be even worse if I tried to adjust my position so that my face was the right way around. What if I make myself upside down as well? We're both upside down. Would that help? <laughs> <laughs> Do a handstand for the entire podcast. Oh, I'm, t- oh, I'm too old for that. I think I just pulled something. Oh. Right. Is it Tuesday? <laughs> it is Tuesday. We are recording. This, this, all of this is going. This is we've started. This is it's yeah. going. Um, it's Tuesday. It's only Tuesday, isn't it? It feels like it's Saturday after a very long week. Um, I'm just destroyed. I don't know why it's it's affecting me so much. So, I suppose just just to paint the picture and um, give some context around this, we're recording this on Tuesday. We 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 should have recorded last Thursday, but. Um, that was a disaster as well, wasn't it? We, that just didn't happen because, well, it just didn't happen, did it? Well, yeah, I mean, I forgot, didn't I? It was half term and I had the girls and uh, I hadn't hadn't written a show outline. I hadn't read any tech news that week. There was, yeah, it was a train wreck. You had a very good excuse, to be fair, to, to um, young kids uh, who, yeah... It's fine. That's fine. But we, so we, what we thought we'd do is move it to today because today is the day after the Apple event. So, um, and because we're in the UK, uh, it, it was midnight, which is I, I can't think of an Apple event being any later than six pm normally in the UK. Um, and it, it was much worse for other countries that you know some countries that had it at like four am, some horrendous times for people that were actually covering it. Um, so, in, in by comparison, we did we did we, we did we did okay really. But I think. What I did, and with a, with hindsight, it wasn't it wasn't a mistake, but it kind of backfired a little bit, um, which was that I did a live stream at ten o'clock because I thought that will keep me awake, you know, that will kind of keep me going and keep me kind of buzzing and stuff, and it did. But what I didn't really count for was the fact that I'd done an entire day's work before that anyway, and then did this pod, this uh, live stream, which is it went on for an hour and forty seven minutes, which I still think is un- unbelievable. I don't know why people were tuning in for that long. Um, but you kind of yeah you're performing and all that sort of stuff and then I had five minutes before the the kind of show kicked off um, for the for the Mac event and then did all that and then the problem is but when you're covering this stuff you watch it but then you you're constantly thinking about what the what the you know what the narrative is for the content and what videos you're going to make and it's exhausting and by the time although it was only a thirty minute show. It got. I think I got home by about half one, and uh, then couldn't really sleep because your mind's kind of wired. So I got about four hours sleep in the end, and then I had to get up really early, write the blog post for today, and tell um, the, the team what they're doing in terms of writing the blog, the other blog posts that uh, Max has been doing and Niles has been getting involved in, and then film the video, <laughs> shoot the video, edit it. Public, ridiculous. I'm not moaning, by the way. This is my job. It's my decision to do all that stuff. But I think I'm trying to. I'm trying to explain why I'm so knackered. I think that's what it is. I'm 43. And I just can't. I can't do it anymore. If it was 20 years ago, I'd be 
buzzing. I'd be bouncing off the walls now. But I just want to go to bed. Uh, yeah, well, wait wait for your first half term and then you'll know what tired is. I've never been so happy to go back to work. <laughs> that was brutal. So you had both kids for the entire half term, did you? Yep. Ouch. That was a mistake. Yeah, pro tip. Don't do that. Don't do it, ever. S- send them off to a camp or something. Yeah, let someone else do it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, I mean, fortunately... Hmm. The Apple event was poo, so you haven't got that much work to do in the coming weeks, or not as much as you thought you might. Well, no, I think it's the other way around. You see, I think it's poo if you're a normal person who despises Macs or is interested in what Apple does. I think when you're covering it, conversely, it was a very good event because I think what Apple has done is create an enormous amount of buying confusion um, and a lot of problems, I think, for people buying Macs for different reasons, which we'll come on to, but um, which selfishly for me is brilliant because that that is that's content the stuff i can help hopefully help people with but i think the i think the issues this time around are quite significant personally all right i'm curious to find out what those are so i think they've made it simpler so yeah we'll argue about that later but i mean for, for those who didn't watch it who were fortunate enough to not have stayed up till midnight and <laughs> watched it. Did, did you did you stay up robert I, I did i wasn't going to i'd been up since okay. quarter to five that morning and uh yeah, oh, I think it was your live. I didn't expect you to go to. to you, I, I tuned into your live stream, and yeah, just stayed till the end with along Impressive. with two hundred and fifty other people, and yeah, I didn't expect it to go on for nearly two hours. And I thought, well, it's I might as well watch it now because because I'm already here. So yeah, so but for those who didn't watch it, essentially all you need to know is they announced some M3 Macs, specifically MacBook Pro and twenty four inch iMac. Um, and that was it. <laughs> that was it, yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes, that was it, wasn't it? Is, is that the shortest Apple event we've had recently? I think, yeah, I think so. So, I mean, that, I that could it. have been a press release, really. But, but they obviously wanted to have Johnny explain all of the, uh, the complicated things that nobody understands and put up some silly graphs. So it's the, the first Apple Silicon on three... Nan- no, it's not the first Apple Silicon on three nanometer, is it? Because the A17 no, Pro not- is three nanometer as well. It's the first M chip on three nanometer. So it's got 30% faster performance cores, 50% faster efficiency cores, a 60% faster neural engine. It's got hardware AV1 codec in the media engine um and in fairness i know everyone moans about their graphs but the graph that showed the power efficiency was quite striking because it Mm. the m3 delivers the same power as an m1 using half the half the the power which is insane i mean it doesn't translate to massive battery gains uh, and we'll get onto that in a bit but i think the the thing that they were most excited about was the gpu performance so we've now got dynamic caching which is yeah, a, f- a fancy way of optimizing the amount of memory you use during tasks very clever doesn't mean anything to your average user uh hardware ray tracing uh and hardware mesh shading so on paper they say it's two and a half times the graphic performance of m1 but what they didn't tell you is that it's got slightly less memory bandwidth. Hmm. So the M3 Pro versus the M2 Pro is 50 gigabits per second slower. So it's 150 gigabits per second on the M3 Pro versus 200 gigabits per second on the M2 Pro. And it's a similar story for the Max as well, which is now 300 gigabits per second versus 400 gigabits per second. Now, how much difference that makes in the real world, I don't know. But it is irksome, especially after last time they stitched us up with the slower SSDs. It's like things shouldn't be getting worse in a new generation. Well, they kind of give with one hand and take away with the other, don't they? Because I know people did spot that they they very purposefully um, had that top down view of the um, the rear of the, the casing, and you can see two NAND chips in there. So they've clearly gone back to where they should be with that. Wow, have they though? That 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 might be the. The middle tier option it remains Possibly, to be seen whether or not the base yeah. tiers are still gimped with the single nan chip so yeah so we'll, we'll, we'll find well have you got a base 24 on the way um yes the imac yeah i have that's a good point actually yeah that'd be good so yes i don't know how much that's going to affect anyone it just annoyed me when i was doing the comparison on the spec sheet but i mean what we do what they have given us is a cool new color yeah, let's talk about that. That's the most exciting thing, really, isn't it? Um, 
Yeah, which is uh, what's it called? Space Black. Space Black. What's in? Have you seen the hands-on stuff? The like, I Justine and the tech chaps and all those guys who were no. in New York yesterday. It's worth watching because I think no got no basis for this whatsoever it's, it's just purely conjecture but conjecture but i think they've been told how to hold it because the, the big question is is it better with fingerprints and they, they they specifically said didn't they something about it having a certain coating or something which um is more resistant to fingerprints but i think if you watch those hands on they're all kind of holding it round the edge <laughs> i just wonder if everyone they, they as they walked into that room they said right when you hold it do not touch the surface on the top don't touch the lid whatever you do mm. because they don't want to see the fingerprints but joking apart um sort of although it will be interesting to see my, mine is uh, space black the one that i've got on the way so I'm, I'm gonna give it a very good fingerprint test i'm very good at that um I, it's, a, it's a it looks lovely it looks really nice finally we've got a black pretty much a black macbook pro which we should have should have had for a long time did you ever have a black book back in the day I didn't know. I had a friend who had one and I lusted after it. But I didn't yeah. have one myself, unfortunately. No, I never had one. Well, no. well I, I did buy I did buy um, some keycaps off eBay and replaced the white keycaps on my white MacBook with nice. black keycaps. Just How did that look? It looked awesome. Let's try and imagine that. Interesting. I don't think we'll be getting one of those from Apple, will we? No. So yeah, so did, did that back in the day, but no, I never had a I never had a, a black MacBook. Oh, that was a lovely thing, wasn't it? That was like circa two thousand and six, wasn't it? The uh, the the plastic unibody MacBook. Such a nice Mac, yeah. But I mean, the current MacBook Pro is reminiscent of that in, in how chunky it is, and it's uh, obviously not quite as quite as chunky as that one, but yeah. But no, we we do have a, we have a black MacBook Pro, which um, with a very with smart a, with a color matched braided. MagSafe cable, which you can buy separately. Yeah, Apple are so clever, clever with this, aren't they? They, they? they kind of drift. They didn't. Every single M chip release, there's been. They've mentioned the memory bandwidth before anyone noticed they hadn't mentioned it. They started talking about this space black mm. new color, which just you know, like squirrel, you know, one of those, wasn't it? Let's divert everyone's attention very quickly, and it works because it's a new color and it looks really cool. And that's suddenly all we care about. Because there's some other um, minor things they've done, like they've reduced the number of um, GPU cores on certain configurations. I think the base level M3 Pro has two less, I think, down to 14 from 16 or something. And the, the upgraded one has one less, 19 to 18. Really odd. Um, and some of the memory's a bit weird, isn't it? Some of the the, the uh, unified memory configuration, the, the, the numbers they've gone for. Oh, it's like 18 and 36 gigabyte yeah. options. Which is, yeah, it is odd. Although, you can spec up to 128 now, which on a laptop is insane. Who's using that much memory? Why do you need that much? What, what did you go for in yours? So, I, let me get my spec up. This is the most money I've ever spent on a laptop ever. Because I think that the 16-inch uh, M1 Max MacBook Pro that I've got now, that I'm working on now, I think that was about three... 3,700 quid, I think, when I bought it, which at the time was the, the most expensive one I bought. Um, this one that is winging its way to me now is... So it's the, it's the fully maxed out M3 Max. So it's got the 16-core CPU, 40-core GPU, which is ridiculous, um, 48 gig of unified memory, which I slightly regret now because after I, I placed the order, I thought... Hang on a minute. It's only two, only two hundred pounds extra. Because by that point, it is just well, it's two hundred pounds. Who cares? Um, to go up to sixty-four. So part of me thinks, should I've done that? But then I, this sixteen, this sixteen-inch one has only only got thirty-two gig, and I've never run into an issue with with memory. So it's more of a, a mental thing I need to get around. I think. Uh, but anyway, two terabyte SSD, and that came to four thousand one hundred and ninety-nine pounds, which is a ridiculous amount of money for a laptop isn't it it is why why do you do that i don't need it at all i genuinely don't need well, it well that's it you, got, you, got, you don't even edit your videos anymore you've got minions to do that and ai <laughs> i do i do edit my videos I not i do edit the main videos but um no i don't technically i don't need it i, I, I talked about this on, on the newsletter today that um was it the newsletter on something on some piece of content i made recently uh, of the last 24 hours i mentioned that um if I was a again a regular buyer, I I, I wouldn't even be thinking about buying that. Um, but for me, content-wise, it makes a, a huge amount of sense. It, it, it will pay itself back relatively quickly, just based on the experience I have with these, uh, you know, 
making content about these MacBook Pros. Um, but even still, it's um, what, what's the pro- so just very quickly going on to the, the first buying issue I think people are going to have with this um, is the price of these MacBook Pros. I, I, I'd forgotten how expensive these machines are until I started specking this thing up last night. And that price, that's nowhere near the, the kind of top end. I think it's seven and a half grand, but a little bit more that you can spend on that on the, on the MacBook Pro if you go for the 16 inch with the eight terabyte SSD and yada, 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 yeah, 128 gig of unified memory. Um, it's, they're astronomically expensive. Yeah, four grand laptop. That's without Apple Care or anything like that. It's, it's not even the biggest one. It's the 14 inch. It's just frightening. So I think that's a, that's a that's a challenge. I think if you've been waiting for this M3, uh, you know, three nanometer chip, and you want a MacBook Pro, or or you need a MacBook Pro for whatever reason, you've got you've got to really dig quite deep into your into your wallet, haven't you? Which I think is a is a is a challenge. The base spec, fourteen inch MacBook Pro is now a hundred dollars cheaper, except it isn't because they've done away with the 13-inch with touch bar. So that is no more. Touch bar is dead. Because that was like dollars mm. I think that's quite a good thing, though. I think that that needed that needed to go. So I think it's, if you want to fill that gap price-wise between your $1,000 MacBook Air and your $1,600, is it $1,600 now? $1,500? No, it's $1,600. 16 isn't it, for the year? Um, 14-inch. Well, then you've got you know, a variety of, of, of MacBook Air configurations that you could go for. So, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's too bad. And you, you get an, uh, you're getting a 20% brighter display for your money. SD card slot. You're getting loads of stuff, aren't you? To be fair, yeah. it's um, you get the you know, the new chassis and everything. And my suspicion is that they, they must sell a lot of those base base model MacBooks, probably in bulk and stuff like that. And this is gonna, I guess, this will do the same, won't it? But I I, I like that news. I thought, I thought it was a nice. Um, I know people are saying you know eight gig of unified memory is the base level, which is starting to get a bit questionable, isn't it? Um, but you know, that's, this, this is Apple. This is what they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and then we have got the iMac. So the, yeah. the 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 only notable difference is there. I mean, they've literally just whacked an M3 in it. I don't know. That's, <laughs> every, That's everything it. else yeah. is the same. But you know, the the benefits that that brings is that you can spec it up to twenty four gigs of RAM, whereas the maximum was sixteen on the M1, the outgoing M1 model. The base spec model starts with an eight core GPU. Whereas it used to come with that slightly gimped seven-core GPU, which I've got in my base spec M1 MacBook Air, and I've never run into any problems with it. I don't think it was an issue, but yeah, it's good to know that you get eight now, uh, yep. and obviously you get the ProRes and the AV1 hardware um, decoding, um, and the M3 gets you the latest radios. So you've got um, Bluetooth 5.3 and Wi-Fi 6E, which is up from Bluetooth 5 and Wi-Fi 6. Yep. Um, so I'm curious to know if the, when you get your base model, if it's still gimped with a fan, without a fan even. Yeah. Because that was everyone yep. moaned about that, didn't they, last time? And I don't know, did you ever really use your M1? Not not in in anger, really. It was used for some admin stuff for quite quite a while, to be fair, and then it was kind of relegated once I started using the MacBook Air again more more wholesomely. But um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to test the two of them. So I'm, I'm going to keep the the uh, the M1 version until I've done the test, and then probably sell that. I think. But um, that that would be the that that would be the first video that I'd do with the M3, the base model, just to see how far we've come in. 900 days, whatever it is, you know, that since it, it was last updated, that'd be quite interesting to see what it what it can do when you push it a bit with with you know video editing type stuff like rendering and what have you um mm. in my, my kind of back of the fag packet testing that i do um just yeah just to see what uh, i mean the results of those tests don't mean a huge amount really because if you want an imac you can you can buy one now and like you say if you want to you can spec it up it's a great machine they're, they're, they're wonderful uh, bits of kit if you want an all-in-one there you go. You've got you've got a brand new chip in it. You haven't got to worry about the M2 version. You, you can kind of see now why they skipped the M2 with it with the iMac because it wasn't good enough for it, really, was it? Let's be honest, uh, especially the base spec version. Um, so yeah, I, it's, that's good news. I think that's really good news. I think what isn't good news. I think the biggest issue 
I think, I don't know if you agree with this, um, and going back to the, the kind of buying challenges, is what they left on the table, which was the Mac Mini, the Mac Studio, less important the Mac Pro, and the MacBook Air. Now, all of those are still on the M2, aren't they? There's no M3 version. Uh, Mac Pro, who cares? Um, the MacBook Air, again, not a massive deal, but I think if you're thinking about buying a Mac Mini, or more specifically, a Mac Studio, what do you do now? Do you buy an M2 Pro Mac Studio? When, you know, technically we could get a new one, to, but, you know, by the time this goes live, this, this podcast, we might have a new Mac Studio with an M3 in it, or we may not. It may be a year, it could be six months, no one knows. I think that's quite a horrible buying decision at the moment if people have been waiting for a Mac Studio. And I don't really know why they didn't just chuck the M3 in that. I'd got to the stage, I think I mentioned this on the live stream, where... I was thinking they're just going to throw the M3 in everything. Clean slate, get shot of the M2, which would make sense, I think. Um, don't call, It doesn't cause any buying confusion, any, any, any issues with people thinking, should I, shouldn't I? Just chuck it into everything. But they didn't do that, did they? And I don't understand why. Unless it's a stock thing or you know, they've got loads of M2 stock to get rid of, I don't know. Um, but a lot of it is, is, is spec'd up, isn't it? They're, they're built to order. So I don't understand. It's a really odd decision, I think. It may well have something to do with three nanometer process yield. True, I've, I point. have read various reports that uh, there are quite a lot of duds, so it might be that they just can't make enough of them. Possibly, we'll, yeah. We'll never know. Less of an issue, I suppose, with the MacBook Pro, isn't it? Yes, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I'm still of the opinion that most people, most of the time, should pick up a bargain M1. That I mean, I, I'm still, you know, th three years after it came out, still feel snappy, even with the latest Mac OS Sonoma. Um, yep. I've still yet to, to make it, you know, fail in some way. Oh, but I mean, I've, I say that as my as, as I talk to you with my upside down video and my weird <laughs> feedback. But, um, yeah. I'm inclined to agree. I, th I think it's, it's the same thing with the Mac Mini. You know, if, if you go for a Mac, an M2 Pro Mac Mini that I've got over there, it's, we've had a couple of people on the Discord server say, "Is it worth getting one?" And I think I think it is. I think just just buy it. It's such a good Mac. Well, um, no, well, not if you've already got an M1 though. Not if you've got an M1, but I think if you haven't, if you're just going into the Mac Mini game and you want a decently spec Mac Mini, get the M2 Pro one. Don't don't think about the M3. No, I, um, if I, one no, comes out tomorrow, I, I disagree completely because the leap yep. from Intel to M1 is so great that you would be amazed by it. I think even True. today. So yeah, I know that because the the M M2 is just just it's a little bit better in a number of ways. I just I can't see the you know, unless you've got a very particular reason for doing it, but you know, for the majority of people who aren't editing 4K 10 bits video, you don't need an M2 Pro unless you well, unless you particularly want four Thunderbolt ports. But even then, there are cheaper ways of doing that. You could just get a dongle. Although, talking about number of ports, there are only two Thunderbolts on the iMac 24 base spec, aren't there? Hmm. Yep, just the two. You have to go up to the next... Um, is it the next? Yeah, I think the, the base... It's ju just the base model that has two and you get four on the next one up i think oh, i think that's a bit stingy it is really isn't it but again maybe that's the user base but people who buy that mac that that base model they just they don't plug stuff into it do they they just they just use it as an all-in-one happy days hmm. oh, on the subject of plugging things in they didn't update the peripherals to USB-C, <laughs> which would have been the ideal opportunity wouldn't it they're still all lightning Th that doesn't make any sense either does it really because that, that's got nothing to do with yields, has it? And you know, they've been making those for years, and it's just USB-C. Um, I thought the EU, maybe it doesn't cover you know, mice and keyboards and things, but and trackpads, but I thought the EU directive was going to really push them to just do, the again, clean slate, go, go USB-C, everything. Hmm. But um, clearly not. What was interesting yesterday, I thought, going back to the Intel thing, was just the, the how clearly they want people to get off the Intel uh, platform. Yeah. And weirdly enough, earlier that day, I distinctly remember it, I was in a coffee shop and this, um, you know you know when someone's eyeing up your table as you're leaving, there's this girl, she came into the coffee shop and I, I was just sort of packing my stuff up and I saw her come across after I'd left and I just happened to look back and she'd just opened up her, uh, I think it was a MacBook Air with a glowing Apple logo. And as I turned around, there was someone else sitting there with another glowing Apple logo. And I just, you know, something happens, you just, it just sticks in your mind. And then later on we get this Apple event where they're constantly talking about 
Hit, you know, if you're still if you've still got an Intel Mac, this is how much better these new M, machi- M whatever machines are. Um, the, 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 I, I saw on Twitter earlier that the it's, it's something it's it's still over fifty percent apparently of the the user base uh, the installed user base is Intel. Really, apparently. wow! I couldn't find any official numbers on that, but I can't think who it was who was quoting it. It was someone fairly um, fairly reliable. But yeah, over fifty percent are still intel based which i can kind of believe i think yeah i, yeah, I get it because you typically want you know you typically keep a mac for five years wouldn't you hmm. so we're not quite there yet in terms of people getting that itch to upgrade but oh my word those people when they get when they get off their <laughs> intel because I, mean, I mean i came I, I came from an i9 an i9 16 inch macbook pro to mm. m1 and Me it too. just blew my socks off so if you're coming from anything less than that to m1 to m3 which is obviously even faster that's gonna that's gonna be quite an experience so yeah well those people are going to be very happy but yeah no it's, it's clear that that's that was who this presentation was aimed at all of those people who are still clinging on to their intel machines yeah yeah um but that was kind of it in terms of products and stuff. That was, Tim appeared, didn't he? And then it was all over. Yeah, well, with a very interesting subtitle at the bottom. So the yeah. the, 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 the yeah, the most interesting thing about that Apple event was that little line of text at the bottom that said that the event had been shot on an iPhone 15 Pro Max and edited on a Mac, but they didn't say using what did they no. um, just very quickly as, as, a, as a final cut pro user it was just interesting to see how conspicuous final cut pro was by its absence throughout mm. most of that presentation i think they mentioned it once someone counted and they mentioned and, and they showed um i think davinci resolve and premiere pro multiple times by you know, even editing their own videos they were, they were using that uh, i think davinci um which as, a, as again as a final cut pro user is a bit concerning really because how much do they care about that but that's by the by um but yeah go, yeah shot on shot on iphone now if th- there is a behind the scenes video have you, have you seen that yeah it's only a couple of minutes long but they, they published they did something they, they published it on their someone said their, i think it was a private video that was no it was made public and then they, then, then they unlisted it on youtube or something so it was there for a while and people grabbed it thankfully but I'm not sure why they hid it because it, it, it was clearly made to be public um, but yeah, like a two-minute video kind of depicting the behind-the-scenes of, of using the iPhone. Um, and it was attached to a, you know, 50 grand Steadicam thing and various other bits and pieces. But what, what was interesting is that they weren't, from what I could tell, they weren't using ridiculous lenses, were they? They weren't no. like massive 50 grand cinema lenses attached to it. It was just the, the, the 15 Pro Max uh, main lens, wasn't it? Uh, did, did you suspect anything while you were watching it? No, but I'll tell you what was interesting. The more I've watched these events, the more I've been convincing myself that most of it is CGI. That the backgrounds, you know, apart from the bits when they're clearly outside at Apple Park, those internal things where they're in those massive rooms with the the screen in the middle. I'd got to the stage where I was thinking most of this must be, um, you know, just green screen, CGI, CGI, etc. But actually on that behind the scenes thing, you see that most of it, is practical they're, they're great big rooms whether or not it's at apple park or just somewhere else, like a soundstage somewhere who knows but they are genuinely these massive spaces with these great big screens in the middle and um yeah lights everywhere and this little iphone <laughs> filming everything in this in this case really interesting i'll tell you what else was interesting as well um marquez brownlee mkbhd have you seen his tweet thread about it no it's quite interesting. It's worth digging that out because he, he kind of gives his thoughts on what they've been, how they've done it, from what he can see. And at the end of it, he says, "Yeah, by the way, Apple, if if you fancy giving us a you know, lifting the curtain a bit more on your production, I'd love to to kind of cover that on the on the channel." To which I kind of retweeted, re- retweeted, and said, "Yes, please let him do that because I'd love to see a bit more of that about about how they do this." Yeah, no, that would be awesome. Um, so yeah, that's it. That was the most interesting thing was that it was filmed on an iPhone, and even that is cool but like sorry to be a carl pay fanboy but nothing did it first <laughs> sorry you apple. say that they did but the good news is that the apple polishing cloth supports the new m3 max oh it does oh so awesome you, so you don't okay if you, if you look in the notes click on the link um 
So yeah, it's that's their their most compatible product. If you click on it, you scroll down to the compatibility section, and you see all of the things that the Apple polishing cloth is compatible with. It's hilarious. It's just everything. Have you seen? Have you have you seen that before? No. <laughs> it's very silly, isn't it? Let, let me have a look. I've not, I've not owned one. You haven't got one, have you? No. Uh, so look, Apple polishing cloth. There's a whole page. There's not an entire page dedicated. There's not. Is there? Uh, Nineteen quid. So compatibility. Let's have a look. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this, go, go just just Google Apple polishing cloth. You'll end up on there on the page for it, and just click on compatibility. That's the li- the biggest drop down I've ever seen. Um, excellent. There's some interesting things on here that it's compatible with. The iPad Mini, the first generation iPad Mini. The Apple Watch, first generation. All the iMacs. It's just everything, isn't it? It's literally every computer that Apple has ever made. You can polish with the polishing cloth, which is reassuring. You wouldn't want to get that wrong and polish a second generation iPad Mini. And I don't know what would happen if it wasn't compatible. What does happen if it's not compatible with something? If you try and polish a an S23 Ultra with it, does does it explode or what happens? Who knows? I'm not going to try it, though. <laughs> Sounds like a, a YouTube video in the making, actually. It does. Uh, yeah, that was it, wasn't it? That, that was the event. Yeah, I mean, there there is you know some stuff that wasn't announced. So have we covered everything from the event? We have the the M3 chips, the MacBook Pro, the iMac. The fact that the entry level ones are still eight gigabit eight gigabytes of unified memory, which is a bit stingy. We covered that the Touch Bar is a thing of the past. I think that's that's everything. But that's I mean, other lot. other stuff that happened was we need to issue a correction. So last time we talked, you talked, you mentioned a new bong on oh, your yeah. AirPods Pro, and that yes. t- and Doc helpfully corrected that. And it's actually the it's the new sound for the adaptive audio, not for the noise cancelling. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he corrected that because it's a lovely sound though. It's if you heard it, it's. Um no, I still haven't got around to setting up adaptive audio. All the um, okay. all the the scanning your ear, personalised spatial audio thing. I just it keeps nagging me every time I use it to do it. And I just haven't got around to it. But um, they they released a cheap pencil or cheaper pencil, didn't they? USB C pencil. They did. Yeah, that's exciting, wasn't it? With a hidden USB C port. You getting one of those in? Might do. Only if it's got content worthiness. I don't. I don't need it at all. No, no use for it. But. It's, it feels like it might have some short form hilarity that we could do something. I'm not sure what, but we could do something with it. Did, did you see the mocked up um, Magic Mouse uh, that kind of took the same approach to hiding the USB C port? I, d- I didn't know who did that. Yeah, I'm not sure who did it, but it was a case of you, you basically t- to reveal the charging port on the on the, the theoretical new USB C equipped Magic Mouse. You kind of pulled the mouse apart. <laughs> it was hidden on the top. <laughs> <laughs> it looked it was a really good mock-up as well um but that didn't that didn't arrive uh yeah. yeah new new apple pencil which is still relatively expensive isn't it i mean compared to something like the banks pen which is about 40 quid i think the the um the apple pencil three as people have called it is is it 70 pounds something like that it's around that or the uh the logitech crayons that's also a reasonably priced alternative yep. Well, I mean, the thing about the Logitech Crayon is it's actually got Apple Gubbins in it, hasn't it? That's Which true. a lot of the others don't. Very good point. Um, but yeah, well, regardless of the price, you're not going to be able to afford one because all of the services have gone up, haven't they? By like two to three of your local currency, whether that be dollars, pounds or euros. Did you, did you know? I can't afford one because of that MacBook Pro well, purchase, yeah. Rob. I can't afford anything <laughs> anymore. I can't eat anymore. The house is going to have to go. The car's going to have to go. The kids are going to have to go, but... At least I've got my space black MacBook Pro. Um, sorry, yeah. So they've all gone up, haven't they? By two. Yeah. So two yeah. So Arcade used to be four ninety nine a month. It's six ninety nine now. News has gone up from nine ninety nine to twelve ninety nine. Apple TV Plus has gone up from six ninety nine to nine ninety nine, which, to be fair, is still cheaper than Netflix, who have also put their price up. And then you've got the whole malarkey of Amazon Prime charging you to remove ads, and I don't even want to talk about now. Oh, I I can't remember. I signed up to what did I want to watch on Now TV? Oh, and I wish I hadn't. So we were, <laughs> Mrs. Rob and I, we were looking for something to watch. We stumbled across Manifest, 
You heard about Manifest? I think I watched the first episode from memory. Yeah, so we watched the first episode and we were like, all right, that looks intriguing. Ended up watching the first series. And the first series was quite good. And then it just kept getting sillier and sillier. It was, you know, it had like proper lost vibes. Like they just mm. didn't really know what they were going to do with it. Um, but but two of the se- two of the four seasons are on were on Netflix, and then the other two were on Now. So I signed up for Now, and at some point I, I either forgot to tick something or I ticked something, and yet again. Sky have taken money from me that I didn't particularly want them to have, and oh, they yeah. So yeah, I just I hate them. I'm gonna yeah. As, as soon as I can get rid of that, I will. Um, but yeah, anyway, as, as far as the Apple services are concerned, um, the, your Apple One is now quite, you know quite a bit more expensive as well. So your individual plan has gone up from like it was seventeen dollars, it's now twenty dollars. A family plan is twenty gone up from twenty three to twenty six dollars, and the Premier plan is gone up to. $38 a month. Oh, wow. Um, Crazy. So, but I mean, that'll probably, uh, that'll please the shareholders, won't it? It's one way to please them, isn't it? It's one of those things where people will just carry on paying, won't they, without noticing? Unless you, unless you see the email about it. It's um, six months or a year later, three years later, you realise that you've been paying more than you thought you had. Uh, but yeah. I wonder, I wonder if the tea, if some of this is based on the investment they're putting into their own content, maybe. Because they're making a lot of stuff, aren't they? They're making a lot of um, TV shows, a lot of movies now. If you go to the cinema, most of the trailers... I went recently to see um, Oppenheimer, and I think most of the trailers were Apple TV-produced stuff. Oh, yeah. So they're piling a, a shed load of money into it, aren't they? Yeah, they're going, going for it. Um, what else is there? Oh, the Resident Evil Village is now available oh, yeah. for iPhone 15 Pro users who want to uh, to check out how good the graphics power is on the A17 Pro. So, yeah, if you've got an iPhone 15 Pro or 15 Pro Max, Resident Evil Village will show off some of its graphics capabilities. Uh, it's free to, to, to try and uh, to celebrate the launch. They're offering 60% off. It's, it's 13 quid if you want to buy it, but you can play like the first level or something for for free which is fine if you just want to check out what a17 pro can do um i i got as far as installing it and then it needed to download some extra stuff and i you know i fired it up and i looked at it for about 30 seconds but what i really want to do is um get it hooked up into the backbone did i ever show you my backbone you did i think on the last one you showed yeah is this the one that you got the s23 ultra attached to Oh, did I actually have it all set up? Oh, not the mask because I'm yeah. up to I'm upside down. So yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna whack the I'll probably do it after this actually. I'll whack the uh, iPhone in the backbone and have a go at Resident Evil Village and d- decide whether or not it's worth thirteen quid to buy the rest of it. Good idea. I might do the same. Why not? Um, what else? Anything else we missed? No, not from Apple. I mean, in, t- in terms of like public service announcement, One UI six hit stable this week for the for any unfortunate Galaxy users out there. That's really, that's encouraging. <laughs> um. <laughs> where's your Where's your S twenty three Ultra? Is it, is it still sort of in regular use, or is it in a drawer? In the, it's in the drawer. It's in the drawer. Yeah, in the drawer. Uh, it might see some use fairly soon, possibly. I don't know. F- fish it out. Update it to One UI six. It's, I will. I'll do it's that. It's quite nice. I'm enjoying using the Pixel, though, to be fair. The Pixel is my daily daily Android at the moment. It's still a very much a, a very much a, a, a very nice phone to use. Oh, did they send you a Watch 2 yet? Yeah, they did, and there's some short-form stuff going on about it. It probably won't make the channel in terms of a full review. It's a bit late now, unfortunately. Everything kind of just passed by too quickly with, it, with other things. So, um, But, yeah, I'll feature it on short-form content. We've, we've, we've shot a bunch of things about it basically so it, it's um it's a it's a big update over the previous one the first one i think like a lot of people said it's the watch they should have released 12 months ago really it's, it's faster the battery's really good battery's really impressive actually it's it's um it's apple watch battery uh performance now um i've almost had two days out of it on a couple of a couple of occasions i mean for me it's still a bit too small i, I like bigger as you can tell i like bigger watches yeah, um, so I see the the ultras back on the wrist. What, what I'm to what I'm to your love affair with Garmin. Well, st- I've got to, I've, I need to review that Garmin. It's over there at the, uh, uh, on the desk over there at the moment. But um, I was mi- I tell you what it was with the with the Apple Watch. I was missing 
because occasionally at, at the gym I do um, fitness plus workouts. I do the, the biking, you know, the kind of spin style things. And if you do that without an Apple Watch, this is how they get you. You, know, you start the, the workout and it basically says, it doesn't say in so many words, but it says you should be wearing an Apple Watch to get the full experience because we can't check your heart rate, you can't see where you are in the crowd, all that, you know, that rubbish. Um, and it got me completely. I just thought, oh, I want, it, you feel like you're really missing something basically with it because obviously the, the workout syncs with your watch and all that stuff. You don't, have to, you don't have to start it on the watch. It's just a nice experience. So I'd um, love to know how many watch sales that creates. It, it must do quite a few. Um, so I've, I've kind of reverted back to this for a bit, but I do need to get back to the Garmin and do some some more hiking, I think, with it before the end of the year and give my give my thoughts on it. Cause it's, and this is the Epics. Is it the Epics? Epics Pro, I think it is. Very, very nice watch. Very impressive bit of kit. But uh, yeah, I'll get back to that at some point. Oh, since, since we last spoke, you know, I mentioned a while ago, so you know, I got Mrs. Rob uh, uh, a first gen ultra for her half marathon training hmm. she's now done that so so she's on two half marathons this year um and uh, <laughs> apparently there are a number of complaints about this 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 course they stitched everyone up it was like a kilometer it's supposed to you know a half marathon is supposed to be 21 kilometers this route was 22 Oh, and obviously, the, if you're proper into running, which I'm not, but obviously, obviously, clearly, Mrs. Rob is, and you know, she gets tied up in knots about gun time versus chip time, and you know, all of that sort of stuff. But yeah, so in, in any case, what, whatever her official time was, she's taking the time on her Apple Watch Ultra for the actual correct distance, and okay. she actually yeah, pulled off a sub two hours, so that's, wow. she was very pleased with that. She should be. That's amazing. Two. She, I'm surprised. I, I still think if I ever did one, that would put me off for doing another one. So to do two, I think it's amazing. Oh, she didn't lose any toes this time either. That's handy. That's good. <laughs> you don't want to lose any toes ever, do you? Really, particularly when you're running. <laughs> Running's annoying and depressing enough as it is. You don't want to lose any toes in the process, do you? Um, no, that's, that's incredible. Very impressive. Um. What else have we got on here? There are other things on here, but I think, again, a bit behind the scenes, when, when we started this call, just before we started recording, I said to Rob, can we just cover the Apple event stuff, please? Because I'm, I'm so tired, I can barely see. You have perked up a bit. It's because I've had a beer. Uh, <laughs> I'll crash again in a minute. The, the colour has returned to your face. Oh, has it? Okay, that's yeah. one thing. My eyes feel horrendous. Um, is there anything worth picking out on here before we finish? Anything you want to ask me? Uh, well, well I, I need to inform you of something. So you wrote uh, an article recently about your Apple TV experience. It was a listicle about the top X reasons you love your Apple TV now. Yes, yes. Um, you moaned about not being able to use Find My with the remote. But you okay. can as of iOS 17. So if you bring up the software remote on your, on your iPhone, which you can add to Control Center... Yep. I don't know whether you have or not. I mean, I, I have because I use it. So you can go into the remote yep. app and then next to your Apple TV. So at the top, there's a drop-down menu. And if you've got multiple yep. Apple TVs, it'll list them all. But, you, you know, if you if you go to your Apple TV 4K, next to that, there should be a little icon that says Find. No. Uh, maybe because you're not at home. No, I've but, gone here. Have you? Oh, yeah, is that just behind you? So... You've got an Apple TV 4K. Are you, are you yeah. updated to the latest iOS 17? And the Apple TV is updated to the latest... So, yeah, so click on click on Studio. Yep, done that. And it's not there, is it? It's not there. So, well, look, I, I mean, it's upside down, but hang on. <laughs> That's not working, is it? I wish hang people on. could see this. Rob's been upside down for the entire thing. <laughs> I've put it so with it for long enough now. It's still ridiculous. Hang on, let's see um, if you can... Uh, you should have. have. Oh, find. Oh, okay. So you got find. I've never oh. seen that before. I, I, I've not right. seen that at home either. I'm on the one at home. So yeah. So you click on that, and it gives it gives you the ultra wide band. Uh, you see, so you, you walk around your house, and as you get closer, it's got like the sort of green radar and the and the haptic feedback. Because yeah, I mean, obviously having two small children, that oh, that remote gets all. lost all the time. But yeah, no, so the, it is. I don't know why yours isn't. Maybe it's a setting in TVOS. Maybe I need to dig around in Possibly. there. Possibly. Uh, okay. I'm glad you've said that because I'm, I'm making the video version of that blog post later this week, so I need to, I need oh. to get that right. But um, that's very well timed. I'll, I'll have a play with that. That's that good is, news. That's really that good news. weird that it's not showing for you. 
Mm. It's weird that it's not doing it here. Actually, I'm saying it's not doing it here and at home. You know, I don't know if you've noticed it, if you've done this before, but if you set up a second Apple TV, you get the option to mirror exactly the other any other Apple TVs in, in your household, which I didn't know they did that. It's amazing. It set it up in about 10 seconds. It was brilliant. So it's copying the same settings from home. So maybe it's something I've got in tvOS. I'll have a dig around, but that's that's good news. That's really good news. That's um, That's definitely perked me up. Because we lose ours, it's not a problem in the studio, but we lose ours at home all the time because Harrison, I don't know what he does with it. It always it always comes back, it always re- it returns, I don't know about yours, but he, it's, it's, it just disappears for, for days and days. Uh, my kids seem to enjoy posting things. They like t- taking an object and p- just putting it into stuff slots. Um, and yeah, so, or, or you know, just hiding it behind doors or so yeah just stuff ends up in the fridge in cupboards in drawers just everywhere so yeah oh what we haven't covered and this is no benefit to anyone listening to this but i mean you're new you've you've had a bit of a a shuffle round in the studio you've got the high sense telly set up with the apple tv and that made its debut on your live stream for this apple event did it not uh what this new layout yeah it did, yeah. It was the first video to, to feature that, as was today's, which was the my kind of recap of the event. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had a, it's not finished yet. I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely happy with everything, but the whole point, as you've kind of pointed out, was to have was to do something with that eight that uh, not eight K. It's, it's weirdly it's called the U eight K, but it's a four K TV. But to do something with that high sense TV, which since the review has been embarrassingly just sat in the corner of the room taking up space but um as you probably know I've, I've wanted for a little while to have some kind of tv living room ish type thing to, to dig into so i've got that now the only problem with it is that there's not a massive amount of room for seating so i've got one solitary bean bag it, it does look if you come into this room it just looks like some guy's been chucked out of the house you know he's getting divorced and um, he's been left with one bean bag and a massive tv which sounds awesome. (laughs) Um, I I, I I took a photo of it and showed Jen last night and she said, I'm never going to see you again, am I? This is it. Um, But yeah, apart from that, it's, I don't know, do do you like it? Is it looking all right? No, yeah, it's it's, it's good. So is this going to be your standard live stream, you know, solo club slash, you know, just general sort of for doing this kind of thing? I like just changing around. I, I find, I don't know about you, but I find switching things up occasionally kind of gets you gets your brain back into gear it kind of freshens you up doesn't it but um i think so i, I quite like i quite like sitting down I, i'm not i'm normally standing up doing the podcast and standing up doing the the live streams i quite enjoy just chilling out and sitting down last night and, and today actually so yeah i might i might give it a go i think i might just keep it as it is and keep it here like something about this it, it feels a bit better have you ever got involved with um you know tv rgb backlighting you know so philips no. ambilight that sort of thing. It's always it's always piqued my interest, but I've never had a TV with it. I've thought about buying one, but for whatever reason, it never gone through with it. Have you got one? Yeah. Well, so I've got an actual Philips TV, but if I didn't, I would get a. You can get a, a, a sink box that goes between your your source and your t- TV, and actually interprets the HDMI signal, and then translates it into 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 um, lights. But I've got into GoVee recently. Govia, you got, have, you, have you got any other Govi? I think you got some other yeah, Govi. That stuff, light yeah. there is Govi. Mm. That one. Um, yeah. So you could, you know, have you, is it just one of those you got? Yeah, the rest are all like studio lights in here, but they've got. Uh, is it just one? No, I might have two actually. I've got. In fact, I've got the other thing. I've got is Govi plugs. So all, all the smart plugs in here are, are Govi as well. Yeah. So no, I think that, I think they're really good. Um, but yeah. So if you've got an existing relationship with them, try and try and see, see if they'd be interested in. in sorting you out with some tv backlighting because oh, uh, i haven't to be, no it's, it, i haven't got a relationship at all with them it's all i've, I've, I've bought those off my own oh, back. You bought, have you? Oh, <laughs> believe it, it might be might be the time to, to yeah, get, maybe yeah, they maybe, are yeah. coming out with some cool stuff so yeah if you're setting up a sort of a home entertainment slash smart home kind of demonstration area i think govi's where it's at and i think they're, they're pretty youtuber friendly because they pop up yeah. all over the place so yeah, I don't yeah. know. You might want to tap up your mate Pete Matheson. He's right into the Govi, so he's, he's probably got some it. wonky handshake <laughs> contacts. The wonky Pete Matheson hand, handshake. Um, <laughs> What's he coming on? That. We need. Uh, to be fair, we do need to get him on, don't we? We need to get him on. I think we should get Ben back on because Ben was brilliant. Uh, in fact, everyone's been brilliant that we've had on. But um, yeah, Ben Ben was a highlight, wasn't he? And maybe mm. get the the pairing of uh, Patrick and uh, Alex back on as well. He sent me this. Who did? Pete Matheson. Did he? 
This That's is Pete. Kind of this him. is Pete Matheson's Magback case. Oh, this is Magback case. Very nice. It's super cool. If you if you if, if they if you talk to them, I will look into that. Is that is that the the one that he had with his um, US uh, SSD setup? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. So he sent me that as well. So what what it was was um, I I think I commented on it on his on his video like on that video with his with his genius Magback setup. I've got. But yeah, anyway, I, I was like, how much? And he was like, oh, you can have it. And so he's just sent it in the post. <laughs> Hang on. What the... a guy. He's what a good are... guy, Pete. What a dude. Do you oh, know yeah, who you guy. are? Does he know that you're you're um, a big noise in the market as reviews? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 nobody knows or cares who I am. You'd be surprised, Rob. <laughs> no matter I mention you. The, the, the other gentleman. The other gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> we'll explain that one day. <laughs> <laughs> right on that note i i think we're gonna have to end it there because uh, i can i can now feel that i've only had one beer and i thought it might perk me up but it's just making me feel even more like i need just need to go to bed um i think we've done pretty well to be fair we've kind of been through the entire apple event we've talked about some other bits and pieces um, yeah, it's been there's right. been no weird kind of meandering into strange cul-de-sacs either it's been quite normal hasn't it hmm. i don't know if that's a good thing or not really but um, <laughs> it feels like a good thing yeah, okay. Well, so when are we back? We're back in, in well, not next week, the week after, aren't we? Which, by by that point, actually, will I have my new MacBook Pro? Let's have a quick look. So that's going to be the... Da -da, ooh, it's going to be close. Um, I might have, possibly. We may have a new MacBook Pro to talk about. We'll see. What, what's, has it got an estimated delivery date? It's, it's that kind of... It's roughly that week, I think, from memory. It's quite a long window, to be fair. It's about a week. It's about seven days, I think. But um, we'll see. If we haven't got that to talk about, then we'll just talk about, I don't know, your teapot again or something. Right. <laughs> right. Well, well, it might turn up on time, but the but the DHL man will deliver it to your local Londis. Yeah, he'll leave it outside <laughs> the front of the Londis <laughs> in the roughest part of Leamington. Four, four, <laughs> four grand laptop. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> right. Call it a day. Cheers, Rob. All right. See ya. <laughs>